It's Go On with Ted and Jeff. <laughs> good morning or afternoon. Yes, good morning. I am Jeffrey Allen Murphy. This is Tedward Eleanor G. Robinson McNulty McNulty. The fourth. Okay. The fourth. Esquire. And we are here with Go On. <laughs> Go On is a show where people from all walks of life share stories from their lives. But are those stories true, or are they fabrications? Dirty lies, evil, evil, fornicating stories of horribleness and sin and smut. That's for the harrowing gauntlet of Ted and Jeff to discover. That's us. Don't forget to follow us at go underscore on underscore pod, period. It will also be posted in the show notes. With as many underscores as we can. The period is not. The period is not part <laughs> of the Instagram handle. We're not changing it every week. <laughs> that's just the end of a sentence, Ted. No, we don't do grammar in that's America. Ha- that's okay? not how we do shit here at Goonpod, bud. Goonpod right. is a professional business. No, I. Sorry, I. I was. I went to New York City Public Schools. We yeah, did not and learn it shows. grammar. Okay. Listen, not everybody can go to the elite public school institutions of Southern Lehigh High School. Yes, yes. I, I mean, we did have people ride tractors to school. That was weird. That was weird. It, it was actually very weird because it wasn't that rural. Ted, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I went to my first baseball game. Uh, Ever? In, you know, since the uh, since 2019. Yeah, and, uh, uh, were, you, were you down in Texas? Were you there for that wonderful extravaganza where the stadium was completely filled and everybody got COVID? No, I was uh, here in uh, New York City where the Yankee Stadium was at one-eighth capacity. And mm. uh, there's nothing sadder, really, than trying to get, like, a baseball charge going. Yeah. Like, to dead silence. And, and the booing just doesn't have the same ring when it's not filled with a bunch of drunk people. But, I will say, like, and no, but the fans boot- are still upset enough to throw shit onto the field. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, can, I can say I have seen, heard, and been party to many a boo in my life, but nowhere, nowhere on earth does a boo sound more perfect, more sonorous than in Yankee Stadium. It's like where the boo should have been invented. Probably was. First time, you know, first time that uh, Babe Ruth, like, played for the Yankees or something. <laughs> They're like, boo! Well, I, you know, I, I hate to bring up the... Uh, the no. The big sort of loss for you this week, and that is uh, all those hundreds of Dogecoin that you gave away are now actually worth money. Dogecoin went up, wait, I think, wait, a 10x. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. They uh, they are now worth so, like 50 cents a pop as opposed to 5 cents a pop. So you you really gave away good prizes those first couple episodes. That was all my Dogecoin. Yeah. I am, I am a popper now. Yep. I, I am a dogeless popper. Are you a popper as in like P-A-U-P-E-R or a popper as in like yeah. a party drug that people use to like get turned? Well, both at all given, at all times. There you go. I feel like if you do the second one, you are the first one at some point. Well, yeah, one leads to the other. You do enough poppers, you become a popper. But how's your week going? Uh, my week is so 
so good. Like, so good. Like, hashtag like blessed. Like, wow. I just, I really want to, like, make an Instagram post uh, talking about, like, how good things are so everyone knows. And, th and I also want everybody to feel bad. I mean, yeah. let's be real. If just, like, envious, right? Yeah, no, I want everybody to, like, feel disappointed with their lives because my life is so good. That's really, I think, what I need to be doing. Uh, and I actually don't even know why I'm here when I could be spending time crafting the perfect Instagram pose. Uh, you know, but they, that's, I guess I'm making that sacrifice. Yeah, and you do you do create some of the greatest Instagram poses of all time. It you are, is. It, I've been nominated you for are a few awards. Um, and I've, I've won all of them. And uh, I had to reject most of them. Did you win the hashtag award? I did. I actually won the underscore award. We actually, as a group, won the underscore award. Uh, fun fun fact: uh, I have. Uh, well, my company has actually won a hashtag award. It is a real thing. Wait. I'm gonna call that a pound sign award because I object to hashtags <laughs> being called hashtags and not pound signs. Hashtag pound sign. As you can probably tell, uh, we have made some adjustments here in the studio. The Chamber of Pain is more of a patio of pain with a screen door that allows Greg to go in and get pain whenever he wants. This whole time, we thought we had to force him to be hurt. And really... Turns out. He just wants to hurt himself. He would himself. just walk in willy-nilly Yeah. Do it. Also, now that it's a patio, great place to have brunch. Just putting it out there. If you want to have a good brunch, mimosas a little bit of whipping, and, you know, like an omelet. Well, Greg, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing, doing, doing well. Uh, still here for all of you. Well, I got to say, what an honor. What an honor and a privilege. What is today's theme, sir? Uh, today's theme is running. No, allergic to it. Yep. This has been a great episode. Uh, thank you all for joining us. See you all next time on Goomba. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, why Why do people actually run? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's, like, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure endorphins is a huge part of it. But, it, honestly. It's 2020. We're, we're not supposed to feel good. Or it's wh not 2020. Why but. run when you can just go into the chamber of pain, I guess, is my question. I do both. I do yeah, both. That, well, that checks out, doesn't it? No. Yeah, you double down. Yeah. No. As a matter of fact, I, it's actually kind of fitting that since you like running, you also like going into the chamber of pain. Hmm. I will say, uh, running, running, definitely the endorphins. It, I run in the morning. It makes me feel good. It wakes me up. Allows me to kind of start the day fresh versus waking up angry. Even if I do wake up angry, I go for the run. I'm less angry mm -hmm. when I'm done. It so helps. So you, you run you run to feel fresh. I go to Subway to eat fresh. Right, exactly. This episode is brought to you by Subway. Eat fresh. Now with less pedophiles. <laughs> Jeff, 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 I think we should bring our guest in a little early this week. Uh, he seems like he's had a lot to say, but has been trying to be respectful that uh, he hasn't been introduced yet. So well, I'm, I'm intrigued to see I what might happen. Know. Well, we're going to have to burn I some sage. Know. I'm kind of enjoying watching him squirm. <laughs> but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I will introduce him. Um, this is a, a dear old friend of mine. We met in the most normal average of ways. Um, I was going to a movie in Times Square, and I think it might have been raining. So I popped into the uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not to kill some time before going to the movie. And this guy came up to me and started talking to me. And uh, I thought, wow, this guy's uh, really eager to talk. And uh, I had just graduated from uh, a, a 
theater school. And this guy's like, well, I'm an actor too. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, because in general, basically anybody says they're an actor in this world, it seems. But uh, then it turned out we had a lot of mutual friends. And then he's like, yeah, I'm working here. And he got me a job there. And, uh, and that was a bad job. That was a really bad job. And uh, but, we, but we became friends. He's very happy that it was such a bad job. It was it was it was a really bad job. Anyway, so we worked together at Ripley's. Believe it or not, he was my roommate for a while. Yeah, I I could go do a whole podcast of stories about my friendship with this gentleman. He is also our first Florida man, our first Florida man to be on the show. So basically, watch out. This is going to be a mess. Somebody's going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, have a couple of uh, soft donkey punches. Yeah, no, no. Somebody's face is going to be soft. eaten off. There, there's a pile of bath salts on the table in front of him. I can see it in the zoom screen. Do a little better job of hiding it. Thank you. And I'm glad that we're distanced away from him. Yes. <laughs> you know, this this face. No, no, no chewing this this gem right here. But but anyway, uh, really uh, wonderfully talented gentleman. Very nice guy. Very funny guy. Uh, this is my buddy Alex. I mean, do you want to be Alex or Alexander? Oh, Alex. Come on. Alexander. That's about Alexander I don't the Great. Know. Alexander I know. the Great? No, there is a, somewhere, somewhere there is a really great recording of him doing like one of the those old like history channel things where he's Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. And, and he's just you standing on a rock that. like pointing out, being like, conquer the sea. Please welcome Alex <laughs> Teixeira, actor extraordinaire. <laughs> And hot mess of a Florida man. Hey, wink to the clip in the notes. Hey, hey, everybody! It's, it's lovely to be here on the show. I have listened to every episode so far. We're so sorry. We're so I sorry. Because he likes to be in the. He also I, wants to go into the chamber, the patio of pain. I just miss Jeff's voice. I mean, again, we were roommates. We were roommates for a fair amount of time. And and yes, I gave Jeff uh, a way into that horrible job at Ripley's. Oh, I hate him back though, because I I, then gave, I yes. introduced you to flyering in Times Square, which was flyering not in Times better. Square, not better not at better. all. Nope, <laughs> a, a lateral move. <laughs> but, but then it was Jeff who returned the volley, where we we became trivia hosts, and that was a big that thing is to do. True. So, so I've heard a lot of um, resistance to the idea of running from uh, right. a couple wait, of hosts wait, wait, on wait. the show. I'm looking at the run of show. We should have done an ad before this, so we haven't oh. introduced Alex. We'll introduce, we'll introduce Alex, who we've already introduced, right after this. <laughs> <laughs> Sourdough Starter Sanctuary. With a great reopening, sourdough starters are going the way of activated charcoal food. Who are you kidding? You're not going to bake bread anymore and babysit a lump of dough. Sourdough Starter Sanctuary has a large network of homes for sourdough starters. At least one in every household. To send your sourdough starter to our sanctuary, please use one of our porcelain deposit boxes located in your bathroom and flush that hipster bullshit away. Sourdough Starter Sanctuary, because your baker makes better bread anyway. Oh, a little golf clap. That was really good. I I was very impressed. Ted, this is great. Again, I've been <laughs> listening you. week to week, and this is um, this is improved. This is wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. This is like... <laughs> This is Ted, a great sourdough Ted, starter sanctuary. Ted writes Sour- all of his own <laughs> stuff, huh. and and he, I gotta say, I respect somebody who is working towards growth. Anyway, <laughs> please welcome our guest, Alex Teixeira. <laughs> hey, hey, it's good to be here, guys. Great to be here. It's it's, it's it is I. Um, I'm in Florida, which is weird because I never thought I would ever live or spend the time I've spent in Florida, and I've been here since November of 2018. 
Now, geographically, like where in Florida? I'm in Sarasota, Florida, which is on the Gulf side, which is about, I don't know, half an hour south of St. Pete in Tampa. So to be clear, Donald Trump became president and you're like, I'm going to double down on this. I'm moving hey, to Florida. Hey, I got away from the guy yeah. and now he's here all the time. So now he's in our now he's in Florida again. He's, you know, he's he's been following Alex this whole time. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like He's more Oceanside, though. He don't come to the Gulf side, though. Knows what's good for him. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even understand that. He'd be way too popular over think on the of, Gulf side. Think of the Wang of Florida. Think of that shape. And, like, I'm on the one that faces the Gulf. I'm like, on oh, that oh, oh, the Gulf of Mexico ocean. versus yes. the Bermuda Triangle. Versus uh, the Atlantic Ocean over there. Yeah. Yes. And we have all the sports. Gentlemen, gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, listen, huddle close. We have all the sports. All the sports. They're all here. I feel like you're auditioning for a bad Get your new sports, sports here. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Listeners, listeners. We have them all. We have them. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. You got curling? Have it. Do you have COVID? <laughs> oh, we have it. In space. Hey, that was a trick. <laughs> I mean, I'm an educator down here because the classrooms only were closed until August 31st and opened again. That tracks. I didn't set foot in one until like December when there were like 10 kids in the room and the others are on remote learning and teaching to remote. Oh, God. You, had, you already had a teacher on talking about teaching with this stuff. Cra- yeah, it's, it's crazy. But, but a, a point of, of, of bridging uh, knowledge groups here is, uh, Alex, why don't you tell him where you teach? I teach typically at the Sarasota Military Academy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And actually about Is that like is that is that where like proud Floridians go? 30 to 40 for when they want us to see from the union. 30 to 40% of the students do end up going straight to the armed forces. <laughs> they go to the army. Yeah, the other half. They go to the navy. They go to the marines. They go to the yeah, they they, they go. But it's weird. Actually the highest uh, graduation rate in the area. So it's like 95% they graduate, which is pretty, pretty good for the Florida. Yes, what, it is. Uh, what do you teach? I teach anything because I'm a long-term sub. I still haven't quite gotten fully established here. I'm trying to become a cross-country running coach, but I also, you know, I teach. I've taught history. I was a long-term teacher for history down here. Uh, where I actually did show myself as Alexander the Great on the History Channel when we taught ancient Greece. And it was crazy. They were like, what? What? And I'm Captain T because all teachers have the rank of captain. If you're a principal, you're a rank of major. And, yeah, and then when somebody what? doesn't do their homework, you can tell them to do, like, infinity push-ups? That's what we get to do when they start to get into a fight. Because they because when they're middle schoolers, they want to actually do a contest. Like, oh, psh, I can do push-ups better than him. And we go out the classroom, like, okay, let's see. Let's do 15. Let's do 10 more. Meet you by the flagpole to do some push-ups. And they get... Watch and, out. And, they, and their energy just goes into that and not, you know, fighting each other. And it's actually kind of nice. I applaud And then it. when they eventually do uh, get into a real fight... Well, <laughs> like one of them drops down to do push-ups and as a runner and I the can, guy's like uh as a runner i just run away i run away <laughs> <laughs> the power of running i've avoided so many conflicts oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i also would like to point out that because you're a sub dad joke coming when, you uh, uh alex how you're six two is that correct six one but go on six one so you're a six foot sub mm. uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sinking. I'm sinking. Oh god. Uh, Je- Jeff, uh, Subway has not signed on as a sponsor. What? Has oh. not not signed on. 
Damn it. What about Jimmy what? Johns? <laughs> Jersey Mike's? I sent them the whole deck about the, the now with less pedophiles slogan, and I didn't hear back, but I assumed that they were into it. There you go. I teach All children. Right. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what's the link to your OnlyFans? <laughs> I'll give it to you. Phallix right. underscore. Phallix. Phallix. <laughs> underscore. Phallix the Great. Phallix and the Great. Yeah, oh my God! It's a, it's a number eight. It's a number eight. All right, uh, do you do, do you gentlemen have some some thoughts before we get into the story? Absolutely, always and always correct. So, having not heard the story, I am a hundred percent certain that this story will be about making a line of T-shirts that say "These colors don't run," and then trying to sell them to a group of uh, tourists from Italy and convincing them that those flags were not American flags, but Italian flags. But they knew. They knew that they were not Italian flags. But the powers of sorcery, he was able, with prestidigitation, to make the flag look Italian and change these colors don't run into Italian. And he sold those shirts. And that story is false. I'm assuming that we are talking about metaphorical running and that this is a story about how um Alexander the great with the with the mate with the number eight um helped the toronto blue jays and the raptors run away from the canadian mounties so that they could have lived their dreams of becoming basketball and baseball players in florida as opposed to the two-week summer that they get in the barren wasteland known as Canada. And also, Canada, can you please accept my citizenship? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be goddamn, gentlemen. <laughs> you guys are pretty accurate with everything you've said so far. <laughs> I mean, it took my whole car, but damn. <laughs> where, where do we go from here, then? What do we do? What what can we do? Oh, okay, here we go. So, guys, <laughs> let me let me picture it. So, Alexander the Great, if he was a runner, which I am, um, I I've been running for a while. You should know that about me. Jeff knows this that I I've been running a good deal of my time. It's been like my. Did he try to get you to like go on runs with him when you guys were running? No, anybody who's met me knows that's just a. That's not going to happen. This is how we could sustain a friendship and living together. Because I would have been, yeah, this would not have worked. It wouldn't have worked. It wasn't it's not work. like CrossFitters where they like proselytize. If I were to go out running, it would be like, you know in Game of Thrones when they had those, those giants running at the ice wall? Sure. Just like, boof, boof, yeah. Boof, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, it would be like that. And I would die as quickly as those giants. Spoiler alert. Your listeners don't need to know this about me, but during this pandemic, I've been running a lot. To kind of deal with all of it, the Florida, my health, mortality, all of whatever feelings. We need to point out that unlike most people, Alex actually had a hard time mentally adjusting to the pandemic. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I've had a, I've had a tough time, so I decided to run a lot. That was my, that was my therapy. That's right. So running, running was my source of like everything. Like, oh God, let me just go, go on a run. That'll help. In 2018, um, which was a, a rocky year for other reasons. I have been looking forward to this thing 
which was I was trying to get into this New York City Marathon, the famed New York City Marathon for about... Yeah, which one? The <laughs> one! <laughs> the one! This New York City Marathon! It's the one! Oh. I try to get in... It's the show! Five consecutive years of trying to join the lottery. So, like, to even get in the thing... Wait, what? There's a lottery to get in. So here's the way you can get Can't it. you run 23-something miles on your own? This is it. Here it is. And I've done that, too. I actually ran... 26.5? 26. 26.2! Good for you, Jeff. Seven points for Jeff. Seven points for Griffin. <laughs> get back to this marathon. I've tried five years in a row to get into it. You can get into the New York City Marathon by being a New York Roadrunner member and pay lots of money to get in, raise a Same lot of the judge. Tried that. Wasn't the right judge. Not the right judge. I Judge Judy, apparently not the judge. <laughs> you need you to could, sleep with to get into the New York City Marathon. You could raise Who money. Knew? You can raise money for charity is another way you can get in, but you have to raise about ten grand to twenty grand. Also, I just, I couldn't do that. I wasn't, yeah, you don't mm. believe in charity. And that's not true. Yeah. I'm raising money. He's just like, I don't get ah, it. That's not true. Hey, no. Uh, boo. Uh, <laughs> boo. The thing is, I got in by clicking a button every time they had it open online to like, hey, join the lottery. You have like 24 hours and do your thing and type in and hopefully it's like rolling the dice and like, boom, it's you this year. Like that sounds fight. like everybody trying to get their vaccine appointment. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, a, you, have like <laughs> you have like a less than- Come on, come on, come on. You have about like a 4% chance of getting in via lottery, which is just like a luck, lucky guy, lucky gal. You get to just run 26 miles. <laughs> you get to run 26 Across town. Two miles now. So I got in this thing after five years trying. So I was like ecstatic. The thing was, it was going to be my last full day in New York to run this thing. So I actually would run the thing, then the next day, pack up and fly to Florida. So it was like a lot of stuff going I'm on. I'm sure you'd feel great riding in an airplane after yeah. running 26.2 Oh, having the cr crowded seats, you know, the, the, the seat back, like up against my knees and me just kind of like being, cr I was crushing it, bro. It was great. Sure. So the thing about the marathon, once you're in it, there's a whole lead up. And processional just together. This is right back when crowding was okay. There are like 70,000 participants and they do waves of starting. And so it's an escape from Staten Island. They should start with that <laughs> as the thing. Big selling point. Because the thing they have to do for all these people, I mean, if you live on Staten Island, great, you're already there. You can get, you can get to the race easier because you already live in Staten Island. If you do not for it's those a very... people who have never been to New York, I just want to say <laughs> Staten Island is the seventh best borough behind the four <laughs> boroughs you know of, New Jersey and the Atlantic Ocean. Four points for Jeff Murphy. Four, four points, points for Griffin Dog. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to get to Staten Island is the whole challenge. And to get there, things had to happen. I was not going to run with my phone. I'm not going to run my phone. Like you have standards of what you will and will not do? It's because of security measures, too. And also, I, I run with my phone and listen to podcasts like Go On, for example. Boy, that's a, I like this podcast. I'll listen to Go On, for example. Oh. That's a brutal run. What a, what a tough <laughs> what a tough run. The faster I run, the faster tough I run. can turn this off. I'll have another episode? Bye. So the security measures are such that you really got to come not quite naked, but like basically naked to just get there. People do this where they donate money to charity ahead of time and they donate clothes to charity because everyone goes in there with layers on and then you strip them off at the start line. And I guess- Right, because it's cold, it's November, yeah, right? Wait, wait, yeah. wait, what time of- what Yeah, time this is November. Is this? It's the first November, the first Sunday of November every year, okay? And this race was 45 degrees for my start and windy. So it was a bit, it was a bit this chilly. This sounds- so, And what time does it start? 
For It depends. This is the waves, Jeff. You don't have 70,000 people start at once and you go across the Verrazano. So there's windows. My window was I will start at, um, a, oh God, it was like 10.30, 10.40 a.m. But there's like a few thousand of us at that window. But for the, like the previous three hours, people have been starting the race and starting the race and starting the race and going across Verrazano. It'd be the same thing. You get there, you shed your clothes, people pick them up and gather them and send them right to charity because they're basically like, almost like brand new, like people's sweatpants, uh, running coats, all that stuff. <laughs> they just pick up a bunch of clothes they're gone. They're gone. Box and just write charity be, on it. Be, just because he's what happened. Yeah, I mean, you're not coming back to Staten Island. You're not. <laughs> you're not coming back to Staten Island. Everything just stays there. It just stays there. Uh, Staten Island is a. It's. It's a terrible place. It's covered in clothes, and I'd say this we week's, this fun, week's but sponsor. I guarantee you, nobody from Staten Island <laughs> listens to the podcast. So the thing is, I didn't bring much like i was gonna be just like in the zone like i'm just gonna i, I got there by getting up crazy early on a sunday schedule getting a, a, a train down there to then get to the staten island ferry to then get me over there so i basically have shorts on and like a light jacket and i'm like warming up but i didn't understand that again when you get there and i'm there like at nine ish i had two hours almost to kind of wait in the cold and so i'm kind of like just jogging stretching taking advantage of the hot coffee and I'm ready to go. So I've got a lot of fluid in me, a lot going on here. It's a lot in my body. And then you shit yourself. Hey, hey, who's telling <laughs> this? So, <laughs> so the, the things, the things, I'll get to the start because we got 26 miles to go, gentlemen. So we haven't gotten to the start line yet. <laughs> so the thing starts. It's 1046 a.m. It's a thrill. Gentlemen, starting with this herd of people. Again, like I'm in like herd 11 of 74 that day, but still in this herd of people. And we're escaping Staten Island. It's, it's invigorating because Verrazano is a pretty high bridge and you get a great view. Kurt Russell is helping you direct traffic out of Staten Island. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm seeing it all. I'm loving it. I'm loving this view. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm still going. So I still, like, and I got across the bridge and I'm done. This has been fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh God. So I'm, I'm like going home. I'm seeing everything. And at that point, I would have stopped running. Here's where it gets real interesting. Because then there's like this downhill of the bridge, and you get a lot of momentum. Like, you, it spits you off in 4th Avenue, Brooklyn. You're basically in, Bay, you're in uh, Bay Ridge. And I'm thinking, like, I've studied the course ahead of time. Like, I know where to go. I'm not going to get lost, damn it. I'm you, you know I'm, where the shortcuts are. And you follow are. the herd. Yeah, that's right. You follow the herd. So you're not going to get too lost. Everything's marked. It's like one of the most comprehensive studied marathon courses and pre prepared everything. But here's the thing. People line the course. Like, it's famous for that. People, like, are three, four, five deep, like, the whole way, right? It's, a, it's amazing. The neighborhoods come out, and they, I don't know if they support Ooh. it. Yeah. I don't know if they support <laughs> yeah. it. People but, are but, but, but they, they are there. They are there, damn it. You think you're better than me? And, I mean, who's hey, telling this story? Lottery, Who? so you're, you're the worst. Hey, you. <laughs> Running, huh? I knew, I knew he would. I knew he would. He ran away. So... I, um, I'm running up 4th Avenue, and I think to myself, because at this point in my New York career, like, that's ending, I just taught my last school year as a teaching artist with this Catholic school of, like, four Catholic schools. I would, like, be, like... like Catholic I, schools. I, what, what, yeah. what Catholic schools? What, what, what's that? Which, which Catholic school? Just so, in, in Bay Ridge, this, this neighborhood, my school there was St. Anselm. St. Anselm okay. Academy... I also taught it Our Lady of the Blessed Sacrament. That's in Queens. Uh, I also taught it Blessed Sacrament, not to be confused with Our Lady of the Blessed Sacrament. This this school I was passing by, 
didn't like them that much, but the kids were fine. But the admin was kind of like cold to us artist types coming into their school, teaching their kids whatnot. And it's a very like a it's kind of a very Catholic Italian neighborhood, this Bay Ridge. And there's Italian, you mentioned Italian flags. I was like bursting, like, oh, it's going to fire my story. I, I'm going, so I'm going up Fourth Avenue and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to pass by this school where I teach every Thursday. Haven't been there since May. I wonder if I'll see anybody I know. And it happened where Principal Pellegrino. Not headmaster. Of that school, right now, his giant rank. bottle of sparkling water. Not major, not colonel. His rank, because he's an Italian Catholic school uh, director, I think, was Pope. <laughs> was Pope. So Pope Pellegrino was there. He, Pope Pellegrino. Yeah. He was there, and he was waving, and he saw me, and I saw him. And I'm, like, running, not, like, slow. This is, like, one of those things where I'm approaching the school, and I see it, and I'm, like, kind of going, is that him? Is that him? Oh, my God, it's him. Holy shit. And I, and I wave. He saw me, and I think he finally learned my name that year. I've been to that school on off for three years. And he, like, waved. He was going, like, hey, hey, Alex, okay. Oh, he just gave one of those, like, waving, like, okay, all right, Alex. And I'm like, wow. That's, like, the most positive he's ever been toward me was in this, mm, like, two seconds, like, point two seconds of whoosh. I, he's standing still. Two chill. feet past me, you heard him say, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I realized maybe this will happen where in this line of technically thousands of people, I might see more people I know. So then I'm getting excited. So I'm going up Fourth Avenue. I get through Brooklyn. Well, I get to downtown Brooklyn. I make a right turn. The only setup meeting I had was with somebody uh, who is now my partner, uh, Meg. She was set up at like mile eight. And I like get out of the that's court. That's the sexiest mile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the mile that's the eight. One. Oh, L- L- if I could tell L- you, Ocho. it puts the eight in, ah. in Alexander the Great. She got this on her phone. She filmed me approach. And like I, I approached the, the mile eight and I saw her that she had like a little cup of water and a little Gatorade. And I downed them both. And I was able to even like kiss her. And I'm a sweaty mess at this point. But I'm like, I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm having a good race. I'm like running faster than I thought I was going to run. It's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, at this marker, at this eight miles in where I'm like a third of the way done. Okay. I'm doing really well. Ugh. Ugh. I'm doing really yeah. well. She's like rooting me on. And Alex, don't her, underestimate how tired Ted and Jeff are hearing you talk about hearing the, the race. Story. Yeah. I'm, I'm huffing and puffing for them and the, oh, anxiety. <laughs> then I go through Williamsburg. Okay. I go through Williamsburg. I'm passing all the folks who all the vintage shops and I almost there and the, and the very Hasidic neighborhoods where they don't wave, but they are there. And I definitely passed those people and I passed them. And it was, it was interesting because everything just, it was the only part of the marathon where it goes kind of quiet. Like everybody, like again, thousands <laughs> of like people, be respectful. thousands of people. Yes. Everyone's kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, you approach into the next uh, uh, street where you're turning left to get back to downtown. Uh, you're going back West. Then all of a sudden you have music's blaring again, blaring again. Like it's all, it's all good. It's all good again for, for music and just, you know, growing hard of hearing through that neighborhood. And cause it is like a party. It's a party through Brooklyn. I had a great time. Then I got to the bridge that gets me to Queens. It's just for everybody's <laughs> reference. Uh, Alex, Alex lived in Queens for a very long time. And uh, as a result, I never hung out with him during that period. <laughs> That's not true. You came to Queens four times. I got to the heights a lot. To Queens, it's like, well, it was really nice knowing. 
Uh, only, only we had Zoom. If we had we, Zoom, we, we will attach a uh, map of the race so that people can follow along. Sure. Not in New York. Sure. Yes. Sure. And we have to detail where the monsters in the race are. Oh, and... they're coming, pal. Yeah, yeah. They're coming, pal. Oh yeah. And also where the treasure chests are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so getting getting to Queens, the way the race is divvied up, if you look at the map of the New York City Marathon, a lot of it's Brooklyn. A lot of it is Manhattan, it's a little bit Queens, and just a little huh of the Bronx. Just a little whiff. It's like, okay, you went to this borough. You touched <laughs> it, touched it, come back. It's you spent more time in Randall on Randall's yeah. Island than you did. Yeah, I was, I, I was like technically more in Staten Island because I was on that bridge that you finally crossed into the county. The, oh, I'm, I'm talking about escaping from Staten Island, the Verrazano. You're like kind of in Staten Island longer than you are in the Bronx, which is nuts. Um, but anyway, I'm, uh, I'm in Queens now. And what happens is I'm approaching this bridge. I'm like going through Long Island City, and then I, then yes, I'm crossing the the 59th Street Bridge. The that that's that's the one, right? They don't call it that anymore. But no, it's, yeah, the, it's the Ed Koch Bridge. Yeah, it's the yeah, Ed Koch. Yeah. Right, so the 59th Ed Koch gets you over there, crossing that bridge. That's like another incline you get, and that's where I hit my first wall. And if you've ever run or heard about people talk about hitting the wall, this one I hit at about mile this mile 15. So I'm like, oh, oh, good. I have 11 more of these. So I get off the bridge and I'm thinking, all right, I got to pick it up in Manhattan because that's where we're going to hear more noise, more people. And sure enough, I get to First Avenue. I'm going north on First Avenue now. And there's somebody we both know, Jeff. It's Cullen. And his, hey! and his little kid. And he's got him on his little shoulder. Everybody uh, who uh, who doesn't know who this is, Cullen um, was our, uh, and still is at times, our uh, boss. Uh, he's one of the co-founders of the New York City Trivia League. They actually have their own podcast, I, The Trivialist, I believe it's the called. The Trivialist, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. We're promoting that. Um, so, Cullen, uh, we're plugging your podcast. You plug ours, or else. Plug it. Dun, 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 dun. dun. NYC Trivia League, they do free trivia, too. Um, and they show you their dog and beg for money. So that's a fun time. Cullen's there. He waves. I'm like, holy God, it's Cullen. This is crazy. Okay, so someone else I saw. I knew he lived in the neighborhood. But again, you wonder, am I going to see somebody? A crazy. So I'm passing up there. And then, sure enough, when I get to Harlem, which is about the point where you're going to cross into the Bronx. The cool that, part. Of the cool Manhattan. part. So cool. 117th. And uh, is it First Avenue or Second Avenue? Oh, my memory's fading. I think it's First Avenue. You're still on First Avenue going 117. And uh, I saw my friend Lauren, who I went to the Yale School of Drama with. Boom! <laughs> so, so I went to the Yale School of Drama, and as did my friend Lauren Brown. She went there, you see. Yes. <laughs> I, I went to a sort I went to a He's not wearing glasses, but he's also at the I same am, time pushing mm, up glasses mm, on the bridge. Mm, what was weird was when mm, he, as he said that, brought out an opera hat and a monocle and put the glasses mm, and the monocle on. Oh, oh dear, I've dropped I've dropped them both. Oh, oh my. When I got to the Bronx, I had to stop and walk, which for me for me Ooh. is a mortifying feeling. Cause I get a little embarrassed because all of a sudden I become While everyone not, is watching you. They're all watching. Ladies are just running past me. me. People are passing me. People are passing me. And uh, yes. And the thing is... Did you get like Catholic guilt through osmosis and now you're (sighs) feeling it? The Bronx were so supportive of every single person. The Bronx people who were there 
No, they were. No, no, no. That guy. But go on. Here's what happened. Uh, People were going like, hey, you can do it. It's okay if you got to walk, man. Do you want any water? I can get you something. Hold on. Are you going to be walking for like a little while? And I nodded my head at this voice. This I don't see the face yet. I hear the voice. Are you walking, man, for a little while? Are you going to keep walking? I'm like, uh-huh. I'm going to walk. Was Bill de Blasio. <laughs> I never got this person's name. But the person said, hold on. If you, I'm going to get to my corner. I'm going to get to the corner. Meet me at the corner. And I thought about, I'm not going to leave the course, right? And I said, like, I got to stay on the course. We're having a dialogue now as I'm walking with this gentleman who I guess I could place around 40. Here's the thing. He, he comes out and produces something. He produces a little bottle of water. Like a little bottle of water. It's like one of those... Eight ounces, like, like oh yeah, is. like the kind of like that you put like yeah. a kid's lunch. There's or a cap. There's a cap. No, it's like Marco Rubio. Think I'm from Florida, hey. right? Yeah. It's yeah. that it's that size bottle that he was so thirsty for. I did feel at that moment like Marco Rubio desperation for water. I'll tell you the Marco Rubio jokes do play better in Florida than they do. I tell you, I got the water from this person and I drank it, and I stopped walking for a moment because I was about to heave breaths and I thought I was going to vomit on this nice person's shoe area not the shoes but like near where he was standing and he's like are you okay are you all right do you need more i'm like i'm fine i'm fine three seconds later a woman i worked with at trader joe's for years pauline who was a runner herself who i remembered lived in the bronx she's in her early 60s or so and i think so late 50s early 60s and, and she was judging she you. said alex alex is that you and i'm like <sighs> and i saw her i'm like and I'm like, Pauline, Pauline, <laughs> yes, it's me, Pauline. She's like, how you doing? Like, I'm, the thing I said to her, I'm like, I'm moving to Florida. It was like the, the first thing the, I said. The, the reality <laughs> is that Alex passed out in front of that Catholic school and all of this was just you know, <laughs> from there on. So I get the water. He, like, he was making out with somebody else at like mile eight. We don't know who that person was. I had the water, the strange little bottle of water from man person and pauline person i worked with side by side for years i say i'm moving to florida she's like you are i'm like she's like when tomorrow pauline i gotta keep going and she's like you do you gotta keep going good for you alex you can do it she's like keep going south to cuba (laughs) (laughs) and that was my last exchange with pauline we're still facebook friends we're still facebook friends oh can i can i keep going can I go yes, on? Yes, you can keep going. You met your friend Pauline. Go okay. On. You've got so then, to keep going. Go so on. I, I crossed to Manhattan, and now my feet are hurting. My feet are hurting because I see a little You're, bit. You've been running a fucking marathon. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I, we all understood why your feet hurt. I did not properly trim my toenails before the race. Everybody knows that's rule one. That you gotta, gotta trim, trim the even I Make sure that. that you remove your nipples before you run, otherwise they'll chafe. They were chafing, Jeff. As pictures would <laughs> They were. They were chafing. As you saw. Because pictures <laughs> on his OnlyFans. Pictures that were taken by Lauren at 117th and First Avenue showed that to take I take pictures of your nipples. It showed in that like, yeah, pose I'm moving my fist up, like, hey, yeah, I'm running this, aren't I? Um it's a blood stain. There's a blood stain on my nipple. As I'm walking, a minute into Manhattan, I'm hearing, come on, you should be running. 
Didn't yeah. you? Didn't That's you? That's my New York vibe. Didn't, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Didn't it's a you marathon? Didn't you train for this? Oh, <laughs> you got a sick burn from some random person. But then it's like the people who've come out full force. Though. They have signs for other people. They have signs for Terry and Jenny and Brian with a Y. They have all this. Fuck stuff. Brian with a Y. <laughs> I know Brian with a Y. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Yeah, so they're rooting for everybody, and they're almost kind of like looking around me, going like, "Do you see him coming? Personal, Do you bet. see him coming?" And I just felt ignored, and I felt like a, a person handing out flyers at Times Square again, just ignored. Yep, yeah, no, that, <laughs> but I get to move through them, but very painfully, slowly. So I see them. No one's offering me water. No one's offering me a "Hey, you can do it." I was moving. I was moving. I was still moving. If you forward. had your cell phone, you could have texted Meg. But no. But Somebody no. Somebody was too good for their cell phone. Didn't have it. So um. Here's what happened. I get to the park. The park, by the way, we're almost done with the marathon race, guys. I promise. We're almost done with the marathon race. You get to the southern Then entrance. we get to the story that you actually wanted to tell. <laughs> Central Park South, you're there. You enter the space. That's where, like, that's that's the crowds. That's the gathering. That's, like, live music. This is, like, it. You're in the park. You're like, wow, I have a mile to go. It's, it's a big thrill. I was, at this point, euphoric. Like, I'm doing it. I'm doing my dream thing. This is it. I'm a part of the New York City Marathon finishing line. It's gonna happen. And suddenly, I just lit up. I could like run again. I just, I finished the, the run at a run, not like a trot, not a walk, but I was actually not sprinting. Now, let's not get nuts. I wasn't sprinting. <laughs> not, I was, was Usain Bolt <laughs> I, was, I set world <laughs> land speed records. I ran, <laughs> uh, I ran through the finish line. There's pictures of me actually like, yeah, like in a stride, like running, like some guy who's like this, toppling over almost with exhaustion. I'm like, yeah, and like ruining his photo. But really what it is, is he was just posing for a photo <laughs> every second. I'm ruining his photo, I'm sure. Like, who's that guy who's like athletic and like, yeah, I finished. But I did it. He ran the whole way and then like was petering out at the end. You had like a nice stroll yeah. for about 10 miles. So... Cut to the fact that it's such a secure finish line, nobody can reach you. Not family members, not friends. You're corralled to another corral to another corral. Like you are walking an extra three quarters of a mile just to exit the park. And at this point, you have to just keep moving. At this point, I didn't know this, but four of my toenails are about no, 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 done. No, 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 oh, I, This is exactly no, the kind no, of no. people go to the patio of pain for. I lost... Yeah toenails gentlemen i lost no. four toenails three on one foot nope. one on the other and they were both big toes gone the big toenails i should say not the toes but the toenails the toenails gone they come off they come right off um so gross the other two toes i find out have blood blisters i'm doing this because my shoes felt like they really hurt and i was like what's the problem and yeah your shoe shoes felt like they hurt i felt like the shoes hurt this is what I mean. <laughs> like, like my, I could feel for yeah, my shoes. My mind my was... My poor New Balance. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Sockany, man. Sockany. Fuck New Balance. I, I am New man. brought to you by Sockany. Guys, I took the shoes off because I was, like, shaking, like, tired and exuberant. And, like, I finished, but where is everybody and where am I? Um, I had bloody socks. Bloody socks. I have two shoes in my hand. I'm walking around in these... And they're, like... Little bloody socks. It's not like, no one has tube socks anymore, like wearing the high socks. So it's like those little ankle socks. 
but it's just like blood and dirt and blood. It just, they look stained and awful. I somehow get to the nurse's station and I'm like taking off my shirt. I start just- and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you stripping for me? It, it kinda, it was sort of like, sir, sir, sir. Could I, sir, can you get like, sir, can you sit down here first? Can you just sit down? I was like taking off my shirt. Cause I felt like, again, this is where I felt like my nipples were on fire and they were cut deep. They were cut deep. There are products I use now when I run marathons, because now I run marathons smarter than this guy's. I uh, I use now. I use like a chip. But he's not smart enough to not stop smart running here. marathons. Nah, that's right. But I, I prepare now. So she's examining me. But like, there's people around her that are like collapsing, like fainting, like they're in a bad shape. But I start a little bit of like, um, I need to, I need your phone. I need your phone. Can I? Can I borrow your phone? I need, I need, I just keep rambling about a phone. She's like, yes, 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 yes. Do you need, you need a phone? Like she's not going to give her phone. It's like, she's like, you, you need a phone. I will, I will be back. She was gone for like, you, you know, it's so inconsiderate of her not to hand her phone. Give me your phone. phone. Right. right. Who walked up to her and started stripping. Can I have your phone? Can I have your phone? And actually, your it's phone? like a homeless person and a person who just got done running a marathon. What's the difference? So I'm, I'm stripped down. I have like the shorty, shorty running shorts. Basically barefoot with bloody bloody feet, staining everything. Nipples, not gushing, but they're dripping stuff, oozing stuff, pain. Here's the thing, I get, I get a phone. A phone is placed in my hand, but I realize it's the heaviest thing in the world and I need someone else to make the call for me, to call my emergency contact, which is Meg, and it's on your bib. The thing I was running at least, uh, with the with the shirt I had on, I had to look and I'd like be like, no, I'm because you're my. an elementary school kid and you have that like. Thing I had the like, number memorized, call. but it's like she's like, who are you gonna call? And I had to hold. I couldn't Ghost say numbers. <laughs> I couldn't say numbers. I just was like, look, look at, look here. Call her. Look at call me. Call the bib. Call the bib. Call the bib number. Call it. So <laughs> she gets Meg on the phone. Meg's been waiting at a restaurant, waiting for me to triumphantly finish. 30 minutes before because she's been tracking my route with an app. There's an app for that. You can track runner's progress. So I was like a little blue dot on her screen this whole time. Does the blue turn more and more red as your feet start to move? <laughs> you notice that the mile markers, it slows down. The, the little blue dot's not humming so much. It's sort of like, yeah, it's sort of like not bobbing and weaving. It's just sort of there in the Bronx and just sort of there again in, in Harlem and this there again kind of in the park. So I made them really worried apparently because there was like, Meg and four other friends waiting in a restaurant, waiting for me to appear, and I wasn't doing it because be I was fair, just- They should have been worried you were stripping in front of strangers covered <sighs> in blood. They finally give me like a, a smock that they could, you know those photos of people like who finish the rest, they give you like this big over, yeah, yeah, I got one of those. And it calmed me down a little and warmed me up because I realized I was basically in 42 degree weather, like, you know, like this, like just- Yeah, yeah. walking through 42 degree yeah, weather. shaking and shaking. So they walked me around and sure enough, there was somebody else I worked with at Trader Joe's who was there passing out other products, other This episode things. is not brought to you by Trader Joe's because they will not build one in Washington Heights. They and won't. it is an issue. So, so Meg is given through the phone call and her having to call someone else of security personnel to actually meet me in the third of four corrals to actually see her and see her presence. And then I get to her and I just collapse on the road. And it takes me a good five minutes just to kind of be coerced to kind of get up and walk over there toward the restaurant where people are waiting. So um, 
The New York City Marathon is a wonderful thing, and I encourage all of you guys to try it sometime in your lifetime. What a wonderful experience that was. What yeah. a wonderful experience. So on the plane to Florida the next morning, I had – how many toenails we got down to? I, I lost three, one. Yeah, so I had six toenails. So yeah, and then I got and then I got to Florida where I got to the state this I got I got to the state average of toenails. Oh, captain, my captain. <laughs> the big end is I actually did all that, saw those people, sat down and had a meal, and like that's did, terrible. Did, I did not when get you sick. Break down like that, that's a terrible story. I didn't get sick somehow, but everything else happened. You didn't get sick. You just spent the, time in the I bathroom. I lost toes, and I had blood, and it was god-awful. And I, and <laughs> Are was, you not entertained? I lost toenails. <laughs> toenails were in a bag. You know what? If I wanted to, I could lose toenails. All right, toenails, were in a, <laughs> toenails were in a bag in a restaurant, sitting next to people I cared about. <laughs> I quit my own toenails. I don't have to run to get rid of them. You, why did you keep your toenails? No, they were stuck to the socks. I couldn't dislodge oh. them. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Is the story yeah. true or false? We will have our interrogation right after this ad from our sponsor. Go On is brought to you by Florida. Are you tired of rules? Do your neighbors and your community find you to be the scum of the earth? Do you like Staten Island but hate the climate? Well, come on down to Florida for a rest and a drink. Looking to kill a friend or a loved one? Well, in Florida, you can invite someone to your house and then shoot them because... You are standing your ground. <laughs> That's a free murder. Try, try Florida. The Gulf, Oceanside. The Panhandle, the Wang, the uncircumcised tip. Huh. Florida is wide open. All of it. For everything. Right now. Forever. <laughs> Before Florida goes to include space <laughs> I, uh, I, I, just out of curiosity, is there an asterisk next to the free murder? Is there like any terms and conditions? I mean, it won't make it to the court. It won't make it. There, to there the is court. one. What? Oh, oh, I was going to say you have to pay for it on Venmo. <laughs> yeah, track your murder on Venmo. That's it. I'm going to send. I'm going to send you nine hundred dollars because of you know tuition. I'm a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well. That was a very long... We had 26.2 miles of story. Ted, do you have any questions to determine the veracity of the story? How fast did you end up running this made-up marathon that we do every year? Because I'll tell you something. I didn't see it in 2020. <laughs> so I don't think that the New York City Marathon's a real thing. Yeah, we, we, we call it bullshit on that. Ted, you smug son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> it is... Uh, well, I ran it in three hours and 43 minutes which was about 25 minutes slower than I wanted to run it. Are you jealous of Eddie Izzard's ability to run 32 marathons in one month? Um, yes, terribly jealous. Did you, uh, did you see any uh, notable celebrities on your run? I did not see any celebrities on my run because they either started them way, way behind me or they're also ran it. Or they a were wearing a really clever disguise. Or, yeah, or they just were like a little bit, another wave. Like, I was in wave, like, 11 of 70. They might have been wave four Oh, or yeah, something. You're, you're in the plebeian yeah. wave. That's it. That's it. You only laser 1043, and that is your wave. Well, uh, I think I've heard enough. I Yeah, I know I have. Ted, do you think this story is true, or do you think this story is false? 
I think that this story is false because if you look at Alexander the Great, um, he does not have a runner's build at all. Um, he looks obese, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, <laughs> um, and he looks like, yeah, I'm going to fat shame him. <laughs> you know, like, just because don't ask, don't tell got, hey, like, was, got rid of in 2012. It, it's been without forward. COVID for nine days. Like, come on. You said uh, you're talking about his physique and his scrawny, muscleless uh, arms and legs. Going on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't believe for a second that this man uh, runs marathon. I'm just jealous. He runs marathon. And I wish I. It's true, I bet. <laughs> he has a great body. <laughs> he, got... he has a great body. What can I say? <laughs> 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 well, well, I hope you're happy, Alex. You broke Ted. You broke him. I did it. I did it. He broke his will to live. Um, I, uh, so wait, did you go with yes or no? I, I heard both answers. I'm going with true, but that's only because I'm getting lost in his eyes right now. Well, uh, while I completely believe um, <laughs> Alex caving and moaning to random people on the street and, you know, ripping his toenails off and bleeding. <laughs> And just in general, having a humiliating, humiliating experience running the New York City Marathon after he'd been really hoping for it for a long time. Uh, all of this checks out. But, uh, you know, I just, I look at you and I go, fuck you. It's false. At, at, when he was your roommate, did he have a habit of just, like, bleeding everywhere? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, his, his, <laughs> DNA. his toenails are actually shockingly easy to pop up. Um, okay. Well... Okay. Yeah. Is this Alex it? Like it? Yeah. Alex Teixeira. Yeah. Wait, Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. The eight. Yeah. Your story. True or false? What if I told you it was 97% true? It's a true damn story. It's a true damn story. Well, Alex <laughs> Teixeira, uh, you have won a box, cardboard box full of feral cats and blue M&Ms. Oh, hell yes. And if you had been a guest earlier, you could have won Dogecoin, but now... Yeah, no. but, but now, now you get nothing. How many Actually, blue M&Ms? You get, you get one half more cat. You get <gasps> two and a half fair... <laughs> That's great. That's wonderful. That'll play well down here in Florida. Yeah. Hey, guys. Well, that's well, running. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Well done. Mm -hmm. um, you uh, And Ted, you got it right again. You're, you're on a streak here. Two for two this time, huh? Damn. We're, we're truthful, these guests. I've heard that you've had a lot of truthful guests. Yeah, we, 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 need, we need to know more uh, disreputable people. Uh, yeah, well, that's it for this episode of Goon Pod with Ted and Jeff. Uh, We'd like to thank our guest, Alex Teixeira, and also anybody who listens to the show. Um, so, who else? Who else listens to this show? I, other than I do. I do. Your psychiatrist. Yes, my therapist listens to it. Thank you. If you listen to the show, text us so we feel like we are doing something with our time. That's what's the handle this week? The handle? Yeah, what's that Instagram handle? It's at go underscore on underscore pod 
No period. <laughs> period in. Damn it's Ted. Amazing. Amazing, guys. Oh, it's been a thrill, a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I, I, I really enjoyed having you here and seeing your scrawny little face. Thank you. Special thanks to our creative team, Will Cotton, Josh Hackett, Atom Raw Plumber, Shanna and Greg Ryan, and Firescape Creations. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show. Share it with your friends. Give a five-star review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at go underscore on underscore pod. Link in the show notes. Say, someone say goodbye. 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 I'm a bit of a wimp when it comes to torture. I don't want my fingernails pulled out. Uh, but if you're into that. He learned that the hard way. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs>